Welcome to Blakey Psychotherapy. We're glad you're here. Thinking about therapy and talking to a therapist requires courage. You've taken the first step. When my children were between the ages of four and seven, dinosaurs were a huge interest. They were fascinated by all things prehistoric. Not only could they identify many of those creatures, T-Rex, Triceratops, Stegosaurus, they could tell you all about them. Who knew there were so many kinds of dinosaurs? We can think of depression in much the same way. Like dinosaur is a major category that includes many types, depression is a major category. Some types of depression you may have already heard of. Major depression, bipolar depression, also known as manic depression, seasonal affective disorder, or SAD, postpartum, postpartum depression, psychotic depression. Who knew there were so many kinds of depression? How have you heard about dysthymia? Dysthymia, also known as persistent depressive disorder, or PDD, affects up to 6% of the general population, with women being three times more likely to be diagnosed than men, according to U.S. stats released by the Health Research Funding Org. This dinosaur is characterized by a mild depression that lasts at least two years. The symptoms are less severe than major depression, but are longer lasting or chronic. Thankfully, the most severe symptoms that mark major depression, including anhedonia, an inability to feel pleasure, psychomotor symptoms, particularly lethargy or agitation, and thoughts of suicide or death are often absent in PDD. Unlike other types of depression, dysthymia often goes under the radar because people are able to function. I want you to meet Agnes. Agnes is a 30-year-old woman who hasn't felt happy for a long time. Even though she gets plenty of sleep, maybe too much, she wonders. She doesn't seem to have any energy. At work, she has difficulty concentrating. At home, she can't make decisions about the simple things. Unable to decide what to have for dinner, most nights she just stands in front of the fridge eating whatever comes to hand. Healthy eating has become a thing of the past. When Agnes thinks back over the past few years, she can describe a few weeks when the fog lifted, but it always returns. While Agnes is able to get through her days, she's starting to feel hopeless, like she'll feel this way forever. On the advice of a friend, Agnes talked to her doctor who, based on her symptoms, suggested that she may be suffering from dysthymia. How do you tell if you're at risk? If 6% of the population may suffer from dysthymia during their lifetime, are you at risk? Let's take a look at the five main risk factors. One, a first-degree relative, parent, or sibling who's been diagnosed with depression. Two, you've recently experienced a traumatic or stressful life event. Three, Negative personality traits like low self-esteem, being self-critical, or pessimistic. Four, a personal history of other mental health disorders, antisocial, borderline, obsessive-compulsive. And finally, five, being isolated or having a lack of social connections. Having one or more of the risk factors doesn't mean that you will develop dysthymia, but it does mean you want to take care of yourself. Now, how do you do that? 
working with clients who are learning to cope with any form of depression, one of the first things we do is talk about self-care. When we talk about our, when we take care of ourselves, we are healing current conditions and preventing future ones. So what kinds of things can we do? We can control stress, meditate, exercise, do an activity that you enjoy. You can reach out for support. As people have become more cut off from each other, incidents of loneliness are increasing. Think about how you can develop your own support system. Importantly, get help at the first sign of dysthymia. Talk to your doctor or therapist before your symptoms become chronic. And if you've experienced and overcome dysthymia, consider long-term maintenance treatments to prevent a a relapse. If you are currently suffering from dysthymia, there are two main areas of treatment. Prescription medication, like SSRIs such as Prozac, Paxil, and Zoloft, and psychotherapy, specifically cognitive behavioral therapy, also known as CBT, which can help change the negative ways of thinking. Dysthymia, or any form of depression, doesn't have to be a life sentence. There are things that you can do. If you think you are suffering from dysthymia or any form of depression, please reach out. You can find me at lauriblakey.com. I look forward to hearing from you.